I feel like we should have like our own theme song for the return of the uh the Tyler and Dosha show, the Dosha and Tyler show. It's yeah, we need kinda... a theme song. Something yeah. in it. Some, something yeah. in it. Just like coming in like this is like it's kind of a letdown for <laughs> for what we know the recording gold that we know is coming. We need exactly, be... exactly. I mean, we'll have to work on that for next one. I'll I'll okay. think of some 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 we kind can... of theme music. We can make that work and it'll be fantastic. Welcome to the very first edition of Chalk Talk for the 2022-23 Denver basketball season. Tyler Mon, Denver head coach, Dosha Woods. Dosha, it's so good to see you. It has been uh, a while for me, but I would imagine it feels like it's been 10 minutes since the end of last season for you. Um, You are coming up now inside of a week to the season opener uh, against Air Force for your team. Um, This has been a sprint to get ready for uh, for this year, as it always is. But take us through kind of the last few weeks of really getting into, you know, full preseason practices and getting set to go. You know, we we we've had well first of all great to see you it has definitely been way too long so i'm glad that this is the first of many installments this year um next time we will have theme music um but you know we spent uh probably the last few weeks really just trying to tone up we have a lot of new faces this year so we were able to split our summer up Uh, we went five weeks and then three weeks we came back a little earlier uh, prior to school starting i really think that's helped us with our chemistry Uh, we've had two close scrimmages um uh, since since that time and then the beauty of that you have a chance to kind of practice against someone else I know this team early on is we'll need some time to just iron out kinks you can simulate a lot but you can't simulate game experience until it's time for the game um, but I really like what we're able to do especially the pace and tempo where we're able to play at um, I think we're going to be exciting uh, still philosophy wise we're going to be the same right just trying to shoot a lot of threes uh, layups but definitely have been working a lot on our defense and I hope that's reflected on these first few games. You uh, have a, a group, like you said, with a lot of new faces. And I know, um, you know, preseason, uh, trying to learn as much as you can about your team is one thing. But when the ball goes up, that's when you really start learning about them. Those closed door scrimmages, even though it's not exactly a full on game, um, what did you get a chance to learn about your team seeing them out there against, uh, you know, people wearing different colored uniforms for the first time? You know, I, I think a couple of things, a little balance, you know, last year uh, we, we obviously lost um, uh, Uju led us in scoring and to, to be able to have people go from 15, 13, 12, 12, 11, 10. So a lot more balanced scoring. I think that'll make us difficult to guard. Um, obviously, as, as the season starts going along, you might have somebody separate themselves. Um, in terms of offensively and being consistent in that way. Um, and then defensively, we're a much better team than we were last year. We're a lot more active, um, a lot more um, uh, prideful uh, on the defensive side of the ball. It's, able to, it's allowed us to accelerate a lot sooner just in terms of things that we want to be able to put in uh, on the defensive side of the ball. So, uh, And I would say probably the last part is just their coachability. I think we were able to do uh, one of the scrimmages. It's we kind of agreed to one thing before, and then once the game started, uh, we kind of had to scramble because it wasn't what we discussed and and just the resilience that the team showed in their coachability in those moments so uh, it's been a fun group to coach so far um, but I think we've been able to find that we we should have a balanced attack this year and it's going to be really difficult to kind of shut down one person uh, because we have a lot of people capable of putting the ball in a basket uh you are one of my favorite twitter follows of course and uh for anybody who is not yet following dosha on twitter uh you should be but you had a, a post the other day after one of those closed door scrimmages that i think you just kind of referenced a moment ago uh where you said uh, uh you know the face when you see something that you hadn't practiced and you were a little perplexed uh, on the sideline was that the reference from a moment ago what was that tweet specifically give us the rundown of that moment okay so you know 
you, we have these practices and, and you feel like, okay, as a coach, they're going well and this player is doing this and this person's doing that. Everybody's on the same page. We talk about the game plan. We retreated both scrimmages. You know, we did a little mini scowl and just kind of giving them prep for how it'd be during the season. We get to the game and I'm like, what is this? Like all of a sudden, you know, somebody's shooting ball like in ways that they hadn't shot before. We we typically had some patience up until that point. So literally my face was like, where was I when y'all were working on this? I didn't have an answer. They didn't have an answer. So it happens. Um, you know, I think that it's hard to simulate adrenaline and when you're trying to compete at a different level and, you know, shout out to coach D or the conditioning coach, we, she'll send the catapult numbers every time. And I'm like, now, but what, what, when do we work on that? Like what play did you make that up? Let me know. Um, so it, it was one of those moments where I'm sure every coach experiences where you're just looking at the court, like, did I put that in? Is that something I drew up? Is that something that we worked from? on? And why do I not remember it? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, uh, absolutely. That was referenced after the scrimmage. of just like, hmm. And, and ultimately, I tell them if the five of you on the floor are on the same page, then I got nothing. That's if all of y'all know what's going on, then just finish the possession. Now we'll get to it next time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what matters most. Uh, and you you have uh, not an easy lead into the schedule, but one thing that does work in your favor is you get to be uh, around your home floor for the first four games of the season. You'll kick things off with a three-game homestand. Air Force right out of the gate coming up on Monday the 7th. Northern Colorado on the 11th. Loyola Marymount comes to town on the 15th. Your first road game is at Wyoming, so it's a, a commuter trip, if you will. What does that do for your team to be able to I don't want to say ease into the season because it's not an easy schedule to start, but to get into the rhythm of a season while not having to travel uh, for those first few games and kind of find out a lot about who you, who you are through four games while being able to stay around uh, the Mile High City or the, you know, the uh, at least the Rocky Mountain region. You know, you, I think you just hit it, you know, have an opportunity to stay at home for three straight games. Um, Coach Dubs is in charge of our scheduling. And, you know, we knew we were going to have a young team, uh, having five or well, six freshmen and and two grad transfers so we have a lot of new faces and I think that's one less thing that we wanted to worry about um, on the on the front end having to travel and do that whole routine so given three games uh, that'll give us an opportunity obviously to play uh, games but at home where we're comfortable um, and then you know even the road trip to Wyoming it's not it's not super far and it's, it's pretty much a, a day trip too so we knew with the young team that we we're going to have to kind of ease them into it as well um, there, there's a lot that you're trying to, trying to navigate when you make this transition from high school to division one. And so the scheduling is a big part of that. And hopefully we can take care of business at home. Um, as I mentioned, we are a young team, but, but to be able to at least be comforted and not have to that stress of traveling like hotel and different gyms, things like that. So I'm excited that we're able to start at home and especially the first game against the air force, it been a double header with the men. Um, it, I think it would be a good, great atmosphere for both programs and what we're trying to build. So I know that's what we're looking forward to. That's less than a week away, but it's going to be nice to, to at least be sleeping in our own bed for a while. Josh, you mentioned uh, all the newcomers on the squad with with a group of six freshmen, uh, two grad transfers who come in, uh, and Michaela Brandon and Ali Har. Tell us about, uh, you know, getting this group in, kind of getting them to, to mold with your returnees. Obviously, you know, Simba is back and Emily Council is back and so many faces that we've seen uh, over the last several, several years. Um, tell us what you like about the new group and how it has been, you know, getting everybody uh, to kind of form a, you know, a team as of this stage in early November. 
You know, I really love this new group. I think we've had we've been had the opportunity to be together since June, and with so much playing time available, right? We lost we lost a lot of just production from last year, whether it's to graduation or um, transfers or things like that. So I think everybody came in with a clean slate. There was there was nothing other than uh, Michaela Manette that we could refer back to that played significant minutes. And I think it's really helped with the chemistry because everyone felt like I really can come in and kind of earn my spot, earn my position, starting with both uh, Ali and Michaela Brandon. Both of them played four years at the university, wouldn't have a fifth year if it wasn't for COVID. And they just wanted to take the opportunity to, to play. And I really liked how they've been in a position to lead. They have a lot of experience coming in and that's one thing we can't teach getting used to the system. They're both getting used to that. Uh, Brando's a, a stretch four and a really good passer, um, really good rebounders. Great is getting extra possessions. And then Ali uh, as a point guard spot really has done a great job of leading our other young point guards, um, pushing a ball in transition, but really finding her voice as a leader. Um, she played about 35 minutes from Niagara. Both of them were starters. So it's not like um, they're not accustomed to playing. And then the five freshmen that we have, you know, they came in very decorated um, as a collective group. Uh, but that adjustment, I mean, life comes at you fast when, when you come. And I think that's one thing that they've had to learn um, the hard way, starting with uh, Jojo, uh, Jojo Jordan Jones from Wyoming Gatorade Player of the Year. Hasn't lost a game, you know, and so I hope we can keep it that way. Undefeated state champion um, in high school, but, it, you know, she's had adjustment a little bit to the speed. Uh, the same with uh, Emma Smith uh, came in 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds. Uh, Madeline, all-time leading scorer uh, from BB High School uh, in basketball, and uh, and you know, SoHal Player of the Year. I'm sorry, Angie Robles. They all have nicknames now. Uh, Angie Robles, a SoHal Player of the Year, and then um, God, I'm Blanco McKenzie, our local kid from Vista Peak. So a lot of new faces. I think they've come in, and one thing that's been nice is they all have come in understanding what it takes to win, understanding. Um, that the program is, is is in the progress of, of a rebuild. And that's something that they've taken a lot of pride in from our first meeting together. So I really like the mix. And you mentioned our, our returners. And for them, it was a lot of just one-on-one -on -one time in the spring. Uh, we've had a couple of injuries. So they've had a, a chance to develop players in different ways. And um, I think they've been able to, to kind of see how they can continue to raise their game. Um, but I, I think we're going to like this new product that we put out on the floor, especially just the pace and tempo we're able to play at. So I'll ask you something that uh, I asked you last year, and it's uh, weirdly a very similar uh, question to this year. Your first season was the weirdest season that anybody had ever had. Uh, you didn't get a chance to get on campus, meet your team, do the things that a normal lead into a, a coaching season would be. Um, so your second season, in effect, was kind of that first season and that you got to do those things. But even that was a little different in 2021. Um, this year, kind of being at a stage where, um, you know, we're, we're living with the, the reality of a pandemic that, um, you know, we've adjusted to, I think, as a society in a lot of ways. And so there is a lot of normalcy coming into this season from a coaching perspective. How has that felt to finally get a chance to, you know, be in the office, be on campus, meet with your team all the time, have practice when you, when you can, when you want to, um, and schedule things in a way where you can kind of dictate them instead of the world's surroundings dictating them? You know, I, I'm not even gonna lie. It's been amazing. Uh, you know, I um, I'm a big Halloween person. Um, it, it, again, if you follow me on social media, and so we just had our Halloween party, and uh, Claire Grit, who was a senior my first year here, 
um, sent me a message and was like, I really wish I played for you when we weren't in COVID. Um, just, just a lot of those things that we were, we've been able to do in terms of team bonding, things like that. I think, um, you know, just in terms of being able to get in the office, get FaceTime with people that you're not always on Zoom, it, it, it's been a tremendous difference. Uh, the first two years, I still joke with my staff now, I have a, a couple of new staff members and we'll tell them stories. I mean, Coach Jobs will tell them stories about the first year and it's just like, they're looking at us like, you can't make it up. And I'm like, it's hard to explain, like you had to be here. So, you know, I, I feel like this is like a real kind of year a year one, if you will. And not only that, but just in terms of coaching the team as well, I, I definitely have grown a lot in that time. And so I'm thankful for it because I feel like I'm a better coach because of it. Uh, but I, I think just in terms of uh, when people say, oh, you know, it'd be different, like when you get your own players in there and not in a sense of that way, but just the relationships are different. This group, especially our Freshman, we had a chance to recruit. Mackenzie recruited her all year. We didn't sign her early. Madeline was the only one that we signed early. Um, and to be able to develop those relationships where you can stay on their front end, this is what we're trying to do. This is how I think you can help us. Do you want to be a part of it? And if it's a yes, both ways, then we both know on the front end, like kind of what we're getting ourselves um, into and what we want to accomplish as a group. So uh, this, this kind of real year one for me, I've been so excited. I know it's year three that I've been here, but year one of like, uh, COVID is it is a distant memory. It, it's still there, like lingering, but you don't feel like the heaviness of. We'll put it this way: we're not standing out of COVID tents three times a week, getting COVID testing, um, and then going to start practice ten minutes later um, at eight in the morning. So I'm really excited about this year. Like I said, with such a young team, I'm happy for them that they don't have to experience some of those things. And and the beauty of a young team is they don't know what they don't know anyway. So whatever they're going to do, it's like based on what we're telling them and what we allow. So that's been nice too, to have a chance to kind of tighten up culture-wise some things that we want in terms of standard and expectations. Also, uh, I just have to point out how good the Halloween costumes were this year. Please describe the Oprah look for you. I need, I need to hear the whole breakdown of this. Okay, so Dubs and I, um, you know, we've been doing these Halloween costumes, I, I don't know, for about like 10 years. It's probably out of control. And first, it just kind of started as a joke. And then people really started to like put pressure on us, like looking forward to it. So it's always like top secret. We don't tell anyone. And we really just kind of take requests. But I'm a huge fan of Oprah. So I've been begging for this one for a few years. Um, and then Oprah has uh, on her old magazine a picture with Ellen where she's in a white suit white. with the Christmas lights. So, of course, Dubs had to be Ellen with the white suit. Um, but we try to find these like appropriate costumes that really just simulate it as much as we can. It, it's starting to get a little bit pricey because now you feel like you can't have a letdown either. Right, so, exactly. You know, Every year, you like the wrong like accelerated a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So then, Damn. like, I might have to start a GoFundMe for next year or something. So, <laughs> this year's theme. For the team was Hollywood theme and some could participate in the theme or not, but you had to dress up and then you can bring a friend um, if you wanted to. And this year's winner was actually Mackenzie Jones, but she was Steve Harvey. And fun fact about her, whatever you need to know High School Musical, she has got you covered. We did karaoke and lip sync and I was like, okay, so you don't need the music? You don't, you don't need anything? Like she just went. And I was looking like, who? Because she's really quiet. Yeah, she's quiet, but she dressed up as Steve Harvey and you couldn't tell her nothing, nothing at all. Mm -mm. So she won the Halloween costume. She came in first. Uh, she won the contest. And then, um, oh, Jojo and Shy came in second. They were Craig and Smoogie from the movie Friday. And oh, then Emily, 
and then Emily was Shrek. She she came in third. So it was a fun time. And it's it's been fun now that the players are actually like looking forward to it. Um, we don't have a group this year that eats a lot of candy. So there was a ton okay. left over last night for the trick-or-treaters. And you know, kids are so polite. It's taken like one, two. I'm like, no, I I don't need all this. Take a handful. So the one little girl goes like, that was just so nice that she has like both hands cup. I'm like, yes, because I don't need it. I don't, I don't need it. We did the thing at the end of the night last night where we just left the bowl outside because we had too much left over. And I went out like 10 minutes later and it was all gone. So I was more than okay with that. Because otherwise... Was your bowl gone too or just a candy? Uh, No, they they left the bowl, which was very nice. It was surprising. That was polite. Yeah, exactly. Very nice. Uh, Otherwise, I would show up on uh, on Monday at tip-off for your game and I will be 900 pounds. Um, which, uh, you know, is still a possibility because I'm sure, you know, my mom probably has leftover candy that I'll just go steal. Um, all right, so final point for you. You get Air Force on Monday. You kick things off uh, on your home floor, 7.30 tip off uh, to get this thing finally underway uh, and to open that first week, first couple of weeks where you're going to be, uh, you know, around. Uh, so Pioneer fans can go see you for three home games. They could travel to, to Laramie and check out that game of Wyoming. But right out of the gate, Final question. What do you want to see from your team on Monday against Air Force in that first one? Obviously, you want to see a win. You want to see a team that, that plays well together. But what are kind of the things that you're looking for, your keys for game one? Defend and rebound. You know, I know that's so cliche, but I, I think our defense and rebounding, again, our two close scrimmages, we've had a chance to work on a couple of those things. And that's one area that we really, uh, you know, Coach Miles and I coach defense together. And that's one thing that we really have focused on. I um, you know if you ask Coach Debs and Coach Dent, they're going to be like, we just need to keep shooting the ball, keep shooting the ball. It doesn't matter if we make more shots than them. Absolutely. But at least if they're going to make shots, make them work for it. Um, so I think defense and rebounds one thing. And then I think um, just offensively, I want us to be able to play fast. I, I really like what Ali's able to do at the point guard spot, um, just taking care of the ball a little bit more. But we've had to, we've got to defend and rebound. I think that it's my goal that can kind of be our uh, backbone this year is to be able to kind of dig and, and rely on our defense and not so much because, again, I'm not saying we're going to live and die by the three, but we are going to shoot a lot of threes. And when the ball leaves your hand, you can't control what's happening. But at least if leaving somebody else's hand, you can make it work for it. And, and that would be an emphasis. So I'm excited to see just the progress that we've been able to make on that side of the ball. Denver basketball head coach Joshua Woods, the Pioneers and the Air Force Falcons coming up on Monday, 7.30 tip-off at Hamilton Gymnasium, TV coverage on Altitude 2 that night. And uh, Dosha, can't wait to see you uh, to get this thing underway on Monday and, uh, and keep talking through you throughout the year. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the, uh, next time we need a song. So you Absolutely. text me, I text you. We well, get a couple we're going to have ideas. Yeah, we got to have ideas. Or we can take suggestions. Anybody want to email us back? Yeah, exactly. You want to get in touch with a theme song for the, the Dosha and Tyler show. We're all ears. She's Dosha Woods. I'm Tyler Vaughn. Wrapping up Chalk Talk for this inaugural edition in 2022. We'll talk to you next time.